Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, this is Rob Moore here and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. This is a caffeine cast edition. The three commonalities of the world's most successful billionaires, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders. Now, before we cover what it is, let's cover what it's not. Contrary to popular American expert advice, the three commonalities of the most successful people in the world is not hustle, grind 15 hours a day for 55 years, or you know, 10,000 hour rule, which is now 20,000 hour rule, which will then be 50,000 hour rule. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't work hard enough not to have to work hard. And, and I'm not saying that sweat doesn't beat regret. When you start your business, of course, putting in the extra hours, as long as they're productive, as long as you're working on income generating tasks and key result areas, that's a smart thing to do. You know, to get the thing moving, you need to put in some effort. I don't know if you've seen the truck pull, you know, on the world's strongest man, uh, you know, where they're like pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and the truck's hardly moving. But of course, when they've been going for a while, they've got that momentum and that speed. And, and business is very much like that. So, of course, work hard at the start, but you need to work smart. You need to think leverage. You need to think vision. So the three things that will make the billionaires and the, you know, the, 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 the leaders of the world that are remembered throughout history are clarity of vision, articulation of that vision, and then how are they inspire and lead others to deliver that vision? Because there comes a time in growing your business, hopefully soon, where there's too much for you to do. And so that mindset of working hard and doing more and, you know, burning the midnight oil, that, that becomes counterproductive after a while. And hopefully that's pretty soon for you. I mean, if you do start working hard, you know, six to 12 months down the line, you should hopefully have too many clients that you can sell to yourself. You should have too much admin, too many functional operational things to, that you can do in your business on your own. And so what you see a lot of the time is, these really keen, passionate, enthusiastic, hungry, skint sometimes entrepreneurs starting and working hard, 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 hard. And then that hard work ethic ruins their business and implodes it because they either burn out really quickly or they can't do everything themselves, but they're trying to do everything themselves. And, you know, and they have some kind of overwhelm or their, their quality of product or service diminishes. They don't then know how to hire and outsource and leverage because they're too busy stuck in the doing. And this is the entrepreneur's curse. Now, when we started in business, I had the get perfect later attitude, which was let's go win some business. You know, let's put some money in the bank and let's do all this vision and strategy and fluffy, ethereal, nebulous, cloudy, big picture stuff. Let's do that later. Let's make some money first. And you know what? That's that's smart. You know, there's no point spending years on your vision statement and then working months and months on trying to articulate that vision in the most succinct, shareable way without actually having any money in the bank. But if I could go back and start again, so what's nearly 11 years since I started my main business, i.e. not failed artist type of business, if I could go back then, I definitely would spend more time on the clarity of the vision. So my personal vision now is global financial freedom. And if you think of some of the world leaders, if you think of Steve Jobs, you know, you don't have to go on his website of, of Apple to, to know that you know, he had this vision to create usable, intuitive technology. 
and he wanted to make people's lives easier. You knew that he didn't want to sell five iPhones. He wanted to sell five million or five billion. He wanted to change the world. He wanted to make a dent in the universe. So I'd ask you, what is your vision? Now, you're probably used to listening to me on the podcast on two times speed in the gym or in the car, but I would urge you to pause this to think about what your vision is. And I'll give you some tips on how to do that. So number one, you know, what is your personal purpose in life? You know, what do you feel like you're meant to do? And I feel like I'm meant to inspire and educate billions of people across the world to learn more about money, to manage it better, to make more, to share more, and then to teach the next generation how to manage and master money more. I have a dual purpose because my other purpose is to raise two world number one golfers. Now, I'm very clear on that. And so in the early days of business, I had this fear of missing out where, you know, if anyone gave me an opportunity, I'd be so grateful I'd got an opportunity, I'd have to take it. And if my competitors were doing something, I'd have to do it. And, you know, if someone challenged me to do something, I'd have to do it. And I wouldn't know how to say no, because I didn't have this clear vision as well of where I was going or what my purpose was. And so if anyone approached me now with, you know, Rob, do you want to make a, a vacuum cleaner company? Do you want to bottle a new type of water? Of course, it's easy to say no, because those things aren't going to help me on my vision of global financial freedom. Now, I'm using that as an example, I'm not saying that should be something you should do. And also, it doesn't have to be something that changes the world. It could be something that changes the universe, like Elon Musk, who's trying to get us out to Mars. And uh, Richard Branson, who's not, not just got Virgin Atlantic, he's got Virgin Galactic. Now, what you find is the bigger the vision, the more the trickle-down effect, the cascading effect of more money to you. Now, when I started in business, I didn't know it at the time because no one had done a podcast like this that I could listen to, but my vision was get out of debt. Now, you... If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. tend to get what you focus on. So I got out of debt. But when you're out of debt, you still have don't, don't have any money to spend because I was at net zero. It's nice not to be net minus 50 grand or whatever, nearly 50 grand, but net zero still isn't that great. You're still hand to mouth. So then the vision becomes, well, I want to make 3,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 a month. You know, I want enough money to have a half decent lifestyle. And then the vision can become, well, I want complete financial freedom. And then the vision can become, I want to help my community. And then the vision can become, I want to help my county. And then the vision can become, I want to serve my country. And then the vision can become, I want to serve my continent. And then the vision grows to, I want to serve the globe. And as your vision expands, 
so do all the things that you manifest to your own life. You know, your wealth, your health, your happiness, your inspiration. So you're kind of balancing it, aren't you? Because if it's too nebulous and ethereal and intergalactic now, and you haven't made a quid yet or a dollar, then of course it's a bit dreamy. So maybe you want to start it with your personal vision. And then if you've got a clear vision now of where you want it to be nationally or globally, that's great. If not, grow into it. Every six months, I go through my very detailed goals and vision document and I look at my vision and just check it and tweak it. When I was mostly achieving financial freedom and then opulence through property, it was more property specific. But then as I became more interested in wider business, it became business specific. And then I was when I was more interested in general money, and I don't just mean making it, but learning about it, teaching it then it became more general, and then it can become helping human beings, which is probably the most general. Now, study any world leader, and they have this absolute clarity of vision. There is no confusion. There is no indecisiveness. There is no procrastination. There is no 84 things they're trying to do. They have clarity of vision. The more clear it is in your mind, a written down specific, in a nutshell statement, not a waffly, you know, war and peace book, then you can get to step two, which is the clear articulation of the vision. Because a vision without articulation of the vision is a dream or an idea. And a dream or an idea without movement or action is just a dream and an idea. Now, many of the world leaders that you would see and know of seem to be great at public speaking or great at keynote speeches or you know, national addresses, you know, they just seem to be charismatic. Now, they weren't born like that and they look like they were, but they learned that if they couldn't articulate the vision to starting with a VA and then a PA and then an ops manager and then an MD and then all of a sudden 50 staff, 500 staff, 5,000 staff, 500,000 staff or Walmart, 2.4 million staff, I think. It becomes more and more and more important as you grow to clearly articulate that vision because you need other people to help you to grow your business. You could probably do just under 100,000 pounds, so 150,000 US dollars on your own with a part-time VA. But once you get over that figure, you know, so you move into the 150,000 pounds or more, you need staff. No one I know does a million with a laptop. And, you know, there's, there's people that say you can have this laptop millionaire lifestyle. You can definitely have a mobile lifestyle. You can definitely make millions from anywhere in the world doing a few hours a week, but you'll need a team behind you. At the very least, you'll need a decent bookkeeper and a decent accountant to manage that money. You probably need some kind of operations manager for, you know, the business premises that you have, even if it's a a global business premises where people are working from home, those people that work from you from home still need management. So if you want to be a millionaire, decamillionaire, hundred millionaire, or you just want a company that's not focused on money, it's focused on service, but you want to grow that vision, your ability to inspire, to educate, to lead, to clearly and concisely articulate that vision so people go, wow, I'm inspired by that. I see that. I want to follow that. You know, it's almost like they could they could grab it and run with it like a, a baton. That's step two. And so working on your public speaking skills, the articulation, your elevator pitch, you know, condensing all of these ideas and energy and enthusiasm you have, which you're getting sprayed all over the place, but not sticking, condensing it into a few words or sentences like global financial freedom, like invest for freedom, choice and profit. Maybe you want to entertain people, create fun and laughter and happiness. Creating happiness, that could be a a great vision statement. And then the third step 
is inspiring others, not just to go, yeah, I get it, but to actually deliver the vision for you. Now, people will work for you for less money for longer if they feel like they're part of a cause, you know, something that's disrupting, that's making a difference, that's challenging the status quo, that's unique, that's interesting, that has some kind of legacy that it may leave, something that they can buy into and believe in and give themselves their purpose. Because many employed people, they don't have this big grand vision that you do, or they, they don't know how to articulate it. They need someone to create one for them that they can buy into, that they can be led by and they can follow and they can be given tasks to deliver that vision. Now, I'm out in the Cayman Islands at the moment, so if you can hear any uh, shouting and screaming of kids, that's because we're in a villa that's got the worst acoustics ever. It's just this massive open plan piece of concrete where voices just uh, bounce off the walls. And I'm here at the moment. We've been doing our Cayman Legacy Mastermind. And one of the mentees that we were mentoring, they have a cleaning and care business. And cleaning and care businesses tend to attract people who don't earn huge amounts of money especially in the cleaning business. I mean, you know, that's a, I wouldn't, not necessarily minimum wage, but it's pretty low. So what's going to get someone who's cleaning to stay cleaning for you for longer? Well, working for someone they're inspired by. The main reason people leave jobs is not because they're not paid enough. It's because they don't like their boss. So if they have an inspiring, interesting, quirky, unique, disruptive boss, disruptive in a good way, by the way, then they're probably going to stay longer. You're probably going to get more out of them. The quality of the work, the pride in their work, the care for the customer. You care for them, they care for the customer is probably going to increase. And the same in the care industry. The, you know, the mentees were telling me that their employees don't so much work for money in the care industry. They work because they want to help people. They work because they care about people. So you have to create that vision, articulate that vision, and then inspire these people that you are the carer that cares the most in the industry. You're not this big corporate machine. You know, you're actually people with a soul that care. You care for every client. Everything about what you do is personal and it's focused on giving that person who's, you know, later on in their life, the very best service they can do from how you make the bed to how you greet them to the little gifts and the little, you know, the, 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 the unique personal touches. That will make that worker, that carer, work longer for less money and leave a legacy and do something meaningful and purposeful. So let me just remind you of those three things. Clarity of vision. Pause me. Take time to write down what you think your vision could be. Just write words and then start deleting words and try and get it into a nutshell statement or at least a very short sentence or paragraph. Be clear. The more clear you are, the more clearly you can articulate it, then you need to memorize it. You need to be able to just spiel it out. You know, I want to create global financial freedom. I want to help people invest for freedom, choice and profit. It has to come out of you and through you. You can't say to someone who you're trying to inspire in a, you know, maybe if you're hiring or recruiting, oh, wait a minute, let me just get my vision document out because I need to read you my vision statement. Of course, that's rubbish. Number two, clear articulation of that vision. Can you share it? Can it come out in sound bites in your media, in your PR, on your website, when you're being interviewed face-to-face, -face, when you're discussing networking, pitching, trying to raise finance, the elevator pitches, clear articulation in your staff meetings? Can you articulate to your staff that they articulate it to their subordinates? I hate that word, but you know what I mean. And then how can that cascade down, especially when you've got bigger companies with uh, higher levels of management and you know, deeper structures? And then number three, inspiring people so that they'll deliver that vision 
A leader is someone who, who creates and inspires more leaders. And then the more leaders that you create, then those leaders cascade down that vision and deliver it to the new members of staff. You grow, you grow, you grow, you grow, you grow. Then all of a sudden you have a huge disruptive organization. You're making loads of money. And this is now the time where working smart is far more profitable and valuable than working hard. You'll probably go from 12 hours a day to two hours a day. Your two hours a day will be put your, you putting yourself in a place or a position, an environment where you think rather than do. You know, you, you want ideas to come to you. So maybe you go on, the, Steve Jobs was famous for his long walks that he used to go and have really deep discussions. You know, I like to go and have a Costa coffee and be on my own or listen to podcasts, listen to audio books, have really great deep conversations with inspiring people. Of course, the people I interview on The Disruptive Entrepreneur, that's a great benefit for me. All of these things create those ideas. And then my job then is to make sure that they stick with someone in my team. So I'm not implementing these ideas. I am creating them, inspiring someone that this is a good idea, and then giving them the energy and enthusiasm to go and make that idea happen and create that into profit, service. And then it just it just keeps going and keeps growing. So hopefully you found this podcast useful. Thanks for being a disruptive entrepreneur subscriber. Quite excited, actually, because I get asked a lot how to raise money. How do you find high net worths, Rob? No, no, Rob, how do you find ultra high net worths? Oh, and ultra high net worths. And I've been planning, creating some content for this for the, the last, what, three weeks while I've been in, in the Cayman Islands, while we've been doing the Cayman Legacy Mentoring. So I'm probably going to do a three-parter on this on how to raise finance, how to find ultra high net worths, how to get ultra high net worths inspired to give you their money and not someone else, how to find the Qatarian billionaires in Peterborough, something like that. All right, so thanks for tuning in and please do share the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast and leave a review on Amazon. The more reviews we have, the better the podcast looks to these you know, amazing millionaire, billionaire, disruptive entrepreneurs. It makes it easier for us to get the guests because you know, I don't raise any sponsorship revenue. You know, these big millionaires and billionaires, they can't be paid to come and be interviewed on the podcast. So they've got to feel that it's, it helps them towards their vision. So if you could review the podcast, that'd be really helpful. An honest review, if I were to suggest any stars, I might say five, but I'll leave that up to you. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Rob again, stay with me here because I've got a gift for you. I get asked for these a lot and I thought, well, I'll, I'll leverage my time and yours and I will put these four things I get asked a lot into a free gift for you. So if you go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report, then what I've done is I've written for you an article on the top 21 apps I use to create the mobile lifestyle. I've written an article on the 14, my most favorite educational, inspirational, informative documentaries of the you know, most inspiring people in the world. I've written uh, which ones they are and a synopsis of each one. I'm very well known for having lots of very specific goals, detailed vision values. So I'm sharing with you my particular document I use, I've PDF'd it for you. And also the fastest ways I know to make money for startup and scale up entrepreneurs. So I've written an article and a detailed report on each one. I've put them all into one. And all you have to do is go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report. You get those for free. I'll never ask anything from you, spam. I'll never spam you, never sell to you. And then also once a week, I'll send you a new article or a new video content that's a bit different that maybe you wouldn't get normally from the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you find that useful. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Thank you.